There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of Blue Murder Club. I'm your host, Carol, and I'm accompanied today by my good friend and fellow host, Lauren. Hello. Hello, Lars. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, Joe. How you doing? How you doing? A bit of a Joey Tribbiani popping I'm up there. I'm doing good. How doing are you good? doing? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good. Thank you. You had a good week? Yeah, not bad. Thanks. Not bad. Nothing that I could say was exceptional. Hmm. But yeah, just a uh, mundane. Oh, the kids have gone back to school. Woo woo! Yeah, back to school. <laughs> you say that. I'm missing with you guys. This be mine. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, other than that, mm. yeah, just mm. a normal week. Yeah, just the average. Over. Yeah, average yeah. week. Good, good week though, because it gives us plenty of time to research our favourite um, topic, which is show crime. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice. I've um, dove deep, well, as deep as I can, and it's been nice to have a bit of time, not rushing around. Mm. When am I going to fit in? It's been a nice, yeah, definitely slow burn this week. So this week's um, episode, we are focusing on the killer of Versace, Johnny Versace, Andrew Kananen. Mm-hmm. Um, we both watched American Crime Story, didn't we? When it came yeah. out a couple of years ago, and was blown away by how much there is to this story. Honestly, before this, I just thought it was a fan. Just yeah. shooting, like yeah. a crazed fan shooting an idol. Me That's too. what I thought. Me too. I could not believe the backstory. The st- no, not at all. Not it, at all. It's so, it's so in depth. There's yeah. so much to this story. Yeah. Than just a deranged fan just killing his idol. Mm-hmm. Like an opportunist, opportunistic killing. It wasn't that at all. It no. Was, it was this huge story, which I think it's about eight episodes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. On, um the TV show on American Crime Story. Yeah. so much to cover. So we've done our best, haven't we, to pick out uh, the main points. But there, it is a very, very big case. Yeah. And I would definitely recommend if you get the chance oh, to watch 100%. it. Oh, 100%. I think it was on, it's on Prime at the moment. But it was on the iPlayer a while, a while ago. So yeah. yeah, it pops around on different platforms. But yeah, I re-watched it for this episode and I, it was just as good the second time yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just... You're literally sitting at the edge of your seat, aren't mm. you? Just like, yeah. what on earth? What yeah. is going to happen next? Yeah, you can't, you can't quite believe no. what this fella does before the assassination of Johnny Versace. Mm-hmm. 
so um so yeah anyway Lauren you decided you was gonna you love your uh delving into the background I don't do. you? you you love all the uh yeah I do just what makes it the childhood yeah if there's something in the background that can kind of um explain I always want an explanation of why people do <laughs> what they do sometimes yeah. I don't get it and it, you're not happy with me well it just happened no I'm <laughs> not someone ticked for a reason that happened for, I, I have to believe that to keep myself sane. yeah <laughs> and to keep myself safe because yeah. I would be forever when I leave the podcasting studio mm. Carol I walk to my car and it gets pretty dark now. Yeah, the evenings are getting drawn in, aren't they? And I get so scared, but there's a friendly guy in the gym down the road. Like, he's turned his carriage into a gym. (laughs) And I thought, well, at least there's someone there. Like, (laughs) he he must be doing something in the gym. So he might be a bit strong if there was anyone yet. Yeah, that's true. It's like the close bodyguard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm constantly, isn't it? Are you, since doing this, constantly in your mind? Oh my goodness me, I'm literally so paranoid I'm going to get kidnapped oh. and put in a basement, basically. And if that happens, I'll be going, so what happened in your childhood? <laughs> Tell me about you. <laughs> yeah, what is it about my personality that, that projects victims? <laughs> yeah. Take me, kidnap me. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> or, was, or are you saying the other way that I would actually be the one who does flip out? and? Oh no. <laughs> oh God, let's hope not. No, definitely not. <laughs> I don't think there's anything in No, that. you're too sweet. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. not. Definitely not. I'd have to have had a very bad day at the office. <laughs> Hulk smashed it. Oh, don't, obviously. So, oh. yeah. So, how did you get on with Andrew Kanan and his, um, in his early years? I could make this a two sentence. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm going to drag it out for years. But, yeah, compared to most we've done mm. and most that we're looking at, mm. he's had a relatively normal upbringing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he reminded me of Joanna Dennehy a bit. There's oh, really? not a lot that I can say, this is what added to nature versus nurture again. Mm. Nature-wise, uh, nurture-wise, there's not a lot there. No. Nature, I think, may have come out to play. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so should we get started? Yeah, let's go into it. So, Andrew was an American spree killer. So, spree, not cereal, even though he can come over too, because I think cereal, cereal as well is indicated more than so many victims. Is that right? Yeah. So, the difference between a spree and a, seri- a series, mm-hmm. if you are what's classed as a serial killer, it means you will kill somebody or kill mm-hmm. a couple of people and then you go back to your normal life, okay. your normal existence for a while, and then you will kill again. And that's the pattern. With a spree, it's like a cluster. So you're very right with that Joe and Dennehy analogy, I think. Yeah. Because they're both bright people with bags of potential. Yeah. And they both did the spree killing. Mm-hmm. That's really good, actually. Yeah, it just really, that. really took me back to that. As soon as I started and I started to delve in, yeah, I, I just got flashbacks of her quite a lot. Yeah, yeah that's good. So, yeah, again, I think in our very, very first episode, you said about um, the serpent. Mm-hmm. Can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, Charles uh, Sparge. Yeah, with all that intelligence, mm. think of the good he could have done and yeah. look what he did. You, I think you said that. Do you remember? Yes, yeah. Do you same, know what? Yeah, same, same, sort of, yeah. same sort of scenario, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. good observations there. Yes. Oh, thank you. So he was profiled as a narcissistic <laughs> individual obsessed with how people saw him. So he was born on the 31st of August 1969 in San Diego, California. California. Ding, ding. Uh-huh. 
sorry. No, uh, I'm just thinking California and Chick. It's another one off the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the Kelly list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is... This is 90s as well. It's not even the 60s anymore. Wow. So he was raised by a religious Catholic mother and she was from Italian uh, Italian descent and a Filipino-American father who thought social standing was everything. So I think that comes into play quite a lot in his life. He's been brought up by his dad to think that. Mm -hmm. um, So his dad was a Navy serviceman turned stockbroker and he was the disciplinarian. Sorry, can't say. <laughs> uh, but he was never violent towards Andrew and his siblings, although his mum and dad would often fought a lot. And that did upset Andrew. So he was quite upset when they used to fight. He was the youngest of four. He had two sisters and a brother. And, um, yeah, he was seen as really highly intelligent and spoke seven languages. Seven languages? Seven languages, fluently. Blimey. He attended the... Pre- Jesus, say it for me. The what? P- 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 no, I can't say it, sorry. Spell it. P R E S T I G I. Prestigious. That's the one? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Bishop's School, I'm so sorry, in San Diego. <laughs> he was a brilliant student with an IQ of a genius of 147. Wow. Yeah. That is really high, isn't it? Very, extremely high. Mm. Um, he was able to read the entire encyclopedia. Before the age of 11. Bookworm. Yeah. And everyone around him at this time was saying, they were so impressed by him and they, most that knew him would say that he's going to grow up and have this really fabulous career and he's going to be this really intelligent guy. Mm. They were looking for Nobel Prizes for him or something like a genius level. They honestly believed that this guy was going to change the world Mm. well, in some way, yeah. But they were wrong. Um, he grew up in a fairly wealthy neighbourhood, but him and his family didn't fit in very well financially. And um, yeah, so that's where we are so far. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. So, um, hey... Yeah, like you say, he attended the prestigious high school and he um, he graduated high school in 1987. Mm-hmm. And in his yearbook, he was voted the least likely to be forgotten. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh! How funny is that? <gasps> you, you think you can take that one of two ways. Yeah. You know, when you read that, you're like, I would think, I'd, in a, I suppose if you're a bit of a big head, you think, yeah, no one's going to forget me. But I suppose I'm if be you're famous. like a bit yeah. more normal, you think, oh, why are they saying they're never going to forget yeah. me in my big show off or something like that? A hundred percent. Because apparently his personality was, he was quite show off, wasn't mm-hmm. he? And um, he came out as gay in in high school yep. as well. Yeah. And I think he used to flaunt that quite a lot. Um. Yeah. He, um, I think he went to his high school prom wearing his like red latex Lady Gaga, so awesome. yeah, yeah. Put, like Britney Spears kind of. Yeah. Oh really? Kind of, yeah, just a tight <gasps> red. Yeah, like literally centre of attention. Yeah. That's the impression you get from everybody who met him. He just loved being centre of attention. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so once he graduated from, from high school, mm-hmm. he enrolled at uh, University of San Diego, mm-hmm. um, majoring in American history. Mm-hmm. So a year later, in 1988, when he was age 19, his dad had to like literally do a midnight flit out of the country. Yeah. Um, I think the FBI were after him for embezzlement because mm. he was a trader. I think he was a stockbroker. Insider trading. Well, Ooh. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's insider trading, but he was stealing his client's money. Oh. Yeah. So he's saying to people, yep, yeah, I'm going to invest your money in these stocks and shares and commodities and stuff. And he was just pocketing it. Oh. And yeah, so the FBI were literally, they put a warrant out for his arrest and he just had to like flee to the Philippines. Bye, Felicia. That's the one. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And at some point, because um, Andrew idolised his dad. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Idol- I think it was mutual from what you said as well. His dad thought the sun shone out of his mm-hmm. arms. Even though Andrew had other brothers and sisters, yeah. Andrew got everything. Mm-hmm. Like He got the main bedroom. He got like everything yeah. given to him on a plate. Um, so, yeah, I think Andrew did... He, Went, spent about a month in the Philippines living with his dad. Oh. And um, he couldn't bear the poverty and everything, so he moved back to the States. Wow. Um, he um, he lived with his mum for a little while, mm-hmm. and during that period, she found out that he was gay. Oh, no. Um, and like he mentioned, she had a faith. She had quite a strict mm-hmm. religious up, uh, Catholic upbringing, and so gay didn't sit well with her. They had a human, humongous row, and during the course of the row he shoved her against the wall and dislocated her shoulder oh no so that's probably the first sign that he had violent tendencies and couldn't control his temper yeah you know yeah. I was imagine like if you push somebody away 
in a normal way. You wouldn't dissipate they, their shame. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like yeah. in anger, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm not capable no. of doing a lot. <laughs> but in anger, I can't see anybody. Mm. Unless you're built like fucking Hulk Hogan or something. Yeah, and you don't know your own strength. Yeah, then. you're not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna. Uh, no, lot, not without having a lot of rage in you. Yeah, and and like directed at your own mum as well. Yeah, that, anything that's... but kind and lovely to you. It does show a little bit that he maybe his moral compass was already starting yeah. to grow a bit iffy. Waver, yeah, and definitely. I'm, I'm pretty sure at that point he's he was taking drugs as well, which again oh, is really? going to. Yeah, mess with heighten it. Yeah, yeah, it'll mess with your mind. It it will bring out the, the like. I think cocaine makes you makes you violent and aggressive. Oh really? Yeah, and he what well, he did take cocaine during his lifetime. Oh, okay. So you've got to think there's probably uh, more than a hint of that going on as yeah. well at this point in his life. His dad, who he idolised, has just you know left the country, abandoned yeah. him. So for a young man, it must be really hard to deal with his emotions. I think hundred percent. And like you say, he's gay. Not been accepted as gay, he probably like in the in the like this is the late eighties, so there's still quite a lot of um, homophobia mm-hmm. around AIDS. Mm-hmm. So it would have been really hard for him, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, um, you know, excusing him, but I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes. And yeah. think, why on earth would you dislocate your mum's own your own mother's shoulder? shoulder? Yeah. Um. So 1989, he quits college. And he moves in with his best friend, his fag hag, nice. <laughs> Liz, Liz Cote. So oh. I, think, I, I think they were friends in high school. She was just like, you know, his best friend. Yeah. And um, she lived with her boyfriend, Phil Merrill, in the Castro district of San Francisco, which apparently was gay, like a gay-friendly area mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Um, so he worked as a male escort. Oh. He uh, befriended wealthy older men. That was the type of blokes that he went for yeah. who would offer him like a living allowance a mm-hmm. clothing allowance he really liked the finer things in <laughs> life <laughs> um you can't overemphasize that he honest like the like you mentioned the yeah. way he was brought up was he was completely entitled to the best of everything yeah, yeah. so it, he wouldn't sit well with him if he wasn't getting that that treatment no. So, yeah, as, as soon as if one of his older gentlemen decided to cut him off, he would just be like, right, on to the next one, mm-hmm. just to get some more money. And to subsidise these this money, like as an escort, he also dealt drugs. Okay. Cocaine, weed, and uh, prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, during this period, he had a number of aliases. Andrew De Silva was one of them. Um, Lieutenant Commander Andy Cummings. <laughs> Don't that sound like... That's such a pool name. <laughs> That's the but gay pool name. Yeah, 100%. Like, oh, hi, I'm your plumber. I've come to fix your pipes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, do you know love I mean? it. I don't know what plumbing's got to do with being a lieutenant, nothing at all. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Drew Cunningham, again, that just sounds a bit rude. Yeah, I don't know it why. does. Kurt Matthews. I don't know. All these weird, like, all these aliases. <laughs> so, he's clearly, he's dodgy, you know. Yeah. No one's oh, alias if they're straight down no. the do, though. Well, he was known, wasn't he, as a prolific liar as well, throughout yeah. his life. Yeah, he was, he lied all the time yeah. to get what he wanted. He didn't seem to have any any worries about making up stuff. He would never admit, for instance, that he made his money by being a male escort. Yeah. Yeah, he would just say that he dealt, he was an interior designer, he dealt with antiques. Yeah. You know, you name it. Ball hockey. <laughs> now, um, it says here, October 1990, he said he met Johnny Versace. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this was over in San Francisco when Versace was designing um, the costumes for the opera. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently Versace used to have this line where if he wanted to go and like meet somebody, he'd say, oh, Lake Como, no? Because like, he okay. had a villa on Lake Como in ah, Italy. okay. And um, because of um, Andrew's Italian heritage, mm-hmm. he just spoke fluently back to him in Italian and started talking about his mum and his mum's um, relatives that still lived it lived out there and the village like it turned out they were like from a similar area in Italy and oh. so they connected and they had a chat and um, but that that really was it now according to Versace's family they never met yeah but there are ne- many many eyewitnesses that say they did meet it wasn't a big thing no but they did meet they, they did, did have meet. a conversation yeah. but why do they want to hide that so much do you think I don't know. I don't know why they. Why they? Because they. I think they're just going with the fact of. Um, it was just like we said, a deranged fan has yeah. just gone up to Versace, yeah, didn't know him or anything, and had they're no. They're adamant, aren't they, that they didn't meet? Adamant. Yeah, exactly. But how can they know? They're That's not going to. I mean, Donatella wasn't even there. How would she know? She was in Italy, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah she wasn't in San Francisco no. while he was designing those costumes. So, it's a quite strange. It's like they're trying to perhaps control the dialogue of the story mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like you say, what difference would it make if they met seven yeah. years before or not? I don't no. see what difference that would make at all, really. Um, so, yeah, in December, so during, so between that period, 1919, 1995, mm-hmm. he's doing drugs, he's male escort. He, in December 95, he meets David Madsen, who's uh, this lovely looking um, architect from mm-hmm. Minneapolis, mm-hmm. who's over in San Francisco. They meet in a bar and they really hit it off. They have a really nice time together. But um, obviously they don't live in the same city, so no. they embark on a long-distance romance. Now, this is only December 95. By spring 96, mm-hmm. David sends, this is what it says, something shady about Kananen. <laughs> oh, bang on the money. Yeah, so I think he's probably starting to see through all the liars yeah. and the crap that's mm-hmm. coming out. He's, you know, and maybe he's trying, maybe he's starting to sense as well there's just something off with him. Yeah. So he calls it a day, says, look, no more. I'm not going out anymore. Andrew was really, really gutted about this. He described um, David as being the love of his life. Oh. Um, during this period, Andrew was living with his sugar daddy, Norman Blatchford. Mm-hmm. And Norman Blatchford was ridiculously generous. He gave him, like, allowance, cars, let him live in the house for free. You know, you name it. He was absolutely brilliant, but it just wasn't enough. Andrew constantly wanted more mm. and more. He wanted this, he wanted that, he wanted a car. He didn't want to, like, sleep with him anymore, but he still wanted all the benefits yeah. of it. You know, he was being really demanding. And Norman Blatchford just went, look... It's not working for me. Yeah. You might as well just move out. Mm-hmm. So this is around about September '96. Mm-hmm. So it's starting to it's starting to sort of like come off the rails. I think. Yeah. Around this period, he's lost weaving that web, isn't it? Yeah. So spring '96, love of his life. Mm-hmm. In air quotes. He breaks up with September '96. His really cushy lifestyle is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. So he he continues to just struggle along for a few months by, you know, uh, maxing out. Um, the, all the credit cards that he could mm-hmm. and selling drugs. Um, he Now he has no income at all. We get to April 97 and he mm-hmm. flies to Minneapolis to see his old friend Jeffrey Trail. Right. Um, Jeffrey Trail and him have been friends since about 1991. He's also a gay man. Mm-hmm. 
and um, he lives in the same city, Minneapolis, as David Madsen. Mm-hmm. So he goes out, meets Jeffrey, meets David as well. Um, he um, he stayed the night. This is uh, this is April, I think, twenty sixth of April, ninety seven. Mm-hmm. He stays the night at um, Jeff's flat. Jeff isn't there. I think Jeff has had enough of him by now. He's he's, oh, he's really? washed his hands of him. So he's had enough as well. Yeah, in the um in the TV show, I couldn't find anything to back up back up this, but it does ring true to me. In the TV show, Jeff was no longer friends with Andrew because Andrew had outed Jeff to his family. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was in the closet. Um, he sent his family. He sent Jeff's family a postcard that said "Love Andrew" and put kisses on it. And, and his dad's phone up and gone, why is, who's this Andrew and why has he put kisses on it? Oh, no. So Jeff was yeah. really upset with Andrew. It was a big no-no. Don't he wasn't, blame him. Yeah, absolutely. It's not his place to do, is it? No, not at all. So that's why um, Andrew spent the night, that, that, that weekend, mm-hmm. that he went to visit alone in the okay. apartment. Um, and during this period, he steals Jeffrey's service gun. So because Jeffrey used to be in the Navy, he has oh, a gun, okay. yeah. a service gun. Um, so now we move to Sunday, um, the 27th of April, and um, Andrew phones up Jeff and invites him over to David's loft apartment, mm-hmm. where he is at that point, and um, as he walks into the apartment, Andrew uh, attacks Jeff and kills him with a claw hammer, and it's, oh it's really God. brutal, it's very bloody, there's blood spatter everywhere, oh, no, and, um, no. and then they, he rolls him up in a in a carpet mm-hmm. tucks him in the corner of the apartment and at that point takes David hostage we, we, obviously there's no actual proof of any of this mm-hmm. but reading between the lines it looks like David's probably witnessed it but okay. he, won't, he won't let him go he won't let him go to the police okay. or call anybody no. for help or anything like that Oh, and God. he's got a gun at this point as well and um, uh, eventually he um the next day is a Monday. Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff uh, sorry, not Jeff. David doesn't turn up for work as an architect, so his colleagues phone it in. They're like, because he's such a conscientious worker, they said yeah. there's definitely something wrong. He wouldn't just not turn up. No. So they get the superintendent of the building to unlock the loft apartment, and they find they think mm. that it's David's body at first. Oh, okay. They just see like this David's apartment. Mm-hmm. He hasn't turned up for work. There's a dead body. It's been killed with a claw hammer so I imagine it's quite difficult to yeah. recognise the face and um, the time on the watch says 9.55pm Sunday oh, it says the 20 yeah, so the watch has got the date and the time so they know mm-hmm. the time of death date, date, date of death and at this point there's no sign of Andrew Kananen and no sign of David they've left they've both gone on the Monday yeah yes they have so um, yeah so Jeff's body is found Five days, so that's, the, that's Monday the 28th. Five days after this event, David's body is found um, on the shore of East Rush Lake. Right. Which is only about an hour's drive away from where he lived. Mm-hmm. And he'd been shot dead. Oh, God. So, yeah, presuming that he'd been kept as a hostage yeah. and eventually was, was shot dead. And um, 3rd of May, 97, so this was only like a couple of days probably after he mm-hmm. killed David, um, He uh, Andrew Kanana makes his way to Chicago. He um, 
he killed a 72-year-old man, a property tycoon called Lee Miglin. Yeah. And um, in the show, it looks like his um, Miglin is a client of his because mm-hmm. he was working as a male escort. But again, Lee Miglin's wife and family reckon that. They deny they it, don't deny they? deny it, yeah, yeah. They didn't think that he was gay. But yeah. there was no sign of um, forced entry or anything. It looks like Andrew was invited into the home. Oh, God. And this was while Lee Miglin's wife, Marilyn, was away working on a business trip. And um, she comes back on the 4th of May and he's not there to pick her up. Mm-hmm. So she, so Marilyn arrives at the airport, calls Lee because he's not there to pick her up like he usually is and there's no answer. So she gets a cab home. <clears throat> the second she walks in the house, she knows something's wrong. There's something's mess up. everywhere. Yeah, the kitchen's trashed. She can see. So uh, she calls the police. And then when they search the house, mm-hmm. they do find the body of Lee Miglin. And it, it's a very oh, no. it's a very vicious attack on him. Um, they find him on the floor of the garage, mm-hmm. and he's been bound with um, like sticky tape, like duct tape, yeah, all around his face and every, everywhere, so he can't move. And then he was stabbed over twenty times with a screwdriver. Oh God! Oh and God! His throat was cut, cut open with a hacksaw. Oh no! So. Um, it's it's just such a it's such a like hateful way Overkill to kill somebody. Again, it's like isn't he it? hated yeah. him, but. They hardly would have known each other. Unless he was a client. Yeah, but even so. You might have made him do degrading things. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I don't know. Don't I don't know. know. But you'd think there would be some reason for mm. that level of hostility. Oh, 100%. That ain't just come out, is it? I don't know. Even in the show, they couldn't really come up with any idea for Really? It. Yeah, they didn't have any explanation whatsoever. So well, yeah. God knows. But he did, um, once Andrew had finished, he did steal um, Lee's car. He had mm-hmm. a green Lexus. Right. So he stole the car. And um, at this point, he is 449 on the FBI's most wanted mm-hmm. list. So he's starting to flag up in law enforcement, mm-hmm. but yeah. very low down, very low down. Which is odd because he's killed three men in the space yeah. of, what, a couple of weeks? Yeah. But we'll see. So here we are, the 9th of May, '97. The car is being looked for. They know the green Lexus has gone. Mm-hmm. They find um, David's pickup truck mm-hmm. near Lee Miglin's house. So they, they tie it up. They know they're looking for the same man who yeah. killed these three men. Um, now, Lee Miglin, like I say, he's a really wealthy man. He's a property tycoon. Mm-hmm. He's got a car phone in his Lexus. Yeah, yeah, he has. And they, they managed to track him. So they managed oh, really? to track. Yes, they do. They managed <gasps> to track the cell phone in the car. Wicked. Um, but in the meantime, Andrew Cunanan, he figures out, he's, he's very bright, isn't he? he knows yeah. Of stuff. He figures it out. So he manages to um, ditch oh. the Lexus. This is on the 9th, so it's like, I don't know, a couple of days mm-hmm. later. He ditches the Lexus and he steals a red pickup truck from a man called William Reese, who was a 45-year-old caretaker. Um, he didn't just... He didn't just steal the truck off of William Reese, though, Lauren. He killed. Oh, man. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Why? So poor William Reese, he literally was just in the wrong, pl- wrong place at the wrong time, oh. I think. So he shot him dead just to take his just to take his pickup truck. Just for the car. Yeah, he had a red Chevy, so he just wanted God's to swap sake. it. He swapped the plates over to confuse the, you know, I suppose all the cameras and yeah. stuff. And, um, yeah, so he drives to Miami. At this point, he makes his way over to Miami in the uh, pickup truck. And he stays there for about two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stays at the Normandy Plaza Hotel, which is $29 a night. So it's quite cheap and cheerful accommodation. Mm-hmm. 
um yeah so he just and he's not even keeping his head down he literally he goes out in the day he makes mm-hmm. loads of friends he doesn't seem like he's a man on the no. run at all and what do you think he's number 449 on their priority list mm-hmm. it shows how much they don't care yeah about the killing of gay men that's yeah. my view yeah um 100% he even pawns a gold coin that he'd stolen from Lee Miglin mm-hmm. and uses his own name. Yeah. That's how much he doesn't care. Now, the FBI are looking for him. They know what he's called. Yeah. But they still can't, they still can't find mm-hmm. him. 10th of July, 97. Versace. Oh, this is two months later. 10th of, yeah. Versace arrives. He's got this beautiful mansion, Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. He turns up there with his partner, Antonio D'Amico. D- D'Amico? Mm-hmm. And um, who's played by... Uh, Ricky Martin mm-hmm. <laughs> in the show. He's really good in it. Was he living the Vida Loca? He was living the Vida Loca. <laughs> At so the expense of Gianni Versace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's there. He's in town for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, 15th of July, first thing in the morning. Um, Gianni Versace at this point is 50 years old. Mm-hmm. He pops out to, to, the, to the local, it's called the News Cafe. Mm-hmm. Right? Buys a load of fashion magazines. And he walks back to his mansion uh, at eight forty, eight forty-five in the morning. Yeah, um, that's when their paths cross. That is when Andrew Cunanan shoots him mm-hmm. point blank range on the steps of his mansion. Oh, and obviously you've got them famous shots, haven't you, Lauren, yeah. of the blood, blood-stained steps, and all the flowers oh. and the, the uh, yeah. tributes and stuff to him and things like that. Yeah. So the police, um, one of the passers-by chases him. Actually, pursues him on foot, but they lose him in the, in the mm-hmm. multi-story car park. It's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Um, the police, they they uh, obviously they do ballistics and they discover the same gun that was used on all of the other victims. So they know they're looking for Andrew Kanana. Yeah. And funnily enough, at this point, because he's killed a famous person, mm-hmm. suddenly he goes up to like... Oh, no, they can. Maybe number two on the FBI's yeah. most wanted list. Bastards. He's all over the news. Yeah. The newspapers have got him on the front page. Yeah. And finally, someone's actually doing something about this. Um, yeah, so the pistol that was was called a Taurus pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was what he stolen from Jeffrey Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Johnny Versace. They tried to save him. They tried to resuscitate him. They they whipped him whipped him straight to Jackson Memorial Hospital. But at nine twenty one a.m., he was pronounced dead. Oh, love him. Uh, the cops searching the area. They found the uh, Chevy that contained the clothes. Mm-hmm. It contained all of Andrew's belongings, basically his clothing and loads of newspaper clippings of the other murders. And a fake passport. <laughs> but don't With don't that show what? you like the narcissism of the man? Yeah, he's just cutting. He's just relishing his own yeah, publicity. He is. Why Actually, keep clippings? Yeah, exactly. Like clippings. What? What? That's his trophy, are? isn't it? It is. Yeah, he's just really pleased with himself. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he is. He obviously is. Seems to be. Look what I've done. So a week, about a week later, so yeah, no one knows where he's gone. Mm-hmm. He is literally most wanted. The whole of Miami is shut down. No mm-hmm. one goes in or out without the police checking them. Mm-hmm. So he, they know he's in Miami somewhere, but they just can't find him. 27th of July, so just over a week later, um, there's a caretaker for like a block of um, luxury houseboats. Mm-hmm. He's a gunshot, so he calls it into the police. The police come and they find him. He's killed himself. He'd broken Coward. into one of these luxury houseboats. Mm-hmm. And after a week, he's mm-hmm. shot himself with the same gun. Oh, coward. Um, the day before Andrew Cunanan killed himself mm-hmm. was um, Johnny Versace's funeral in Milan. Okay. And um, 
Yeah, do you remember? I mean, God, this is 97, so yeah. you would have been 11. Yeah. Yeah, oh, just short because your birthday's end of July, so mm-hmm. you'd have been nearly 11. Do you, rem- do you remember any of this? Very, very vaguely, very yeah. vaguely. Do you remember watching the, funer- the funeral? No, I don't think I do. I did watch it because Princess Diana and Elton John were there. Wow. Yeah, it was big names. Naomi Campbell, I'm guessing. Yeah, Naomi Campbell was there. Yeah, yeah I'm just thinking Donatella. Um, models yeah. of that heyday, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kate Moss? It, it was, um, I'm not sure about Kate actually, but um, yeah, definitely. Because at the end, I think at the end of the um, program, they did show a clip of the funeral. Oh. And um, you could see who was there. Wow. Like that, so... But yeah, it was. Um, there was, I think, two thousand people attending Jeez. the funeral. He was really, he was really loved, and obviously, he was a fashion icon, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of famous friends, yeah, and powerful people. Yeah. And that's why, obviously, as soon as he was shot, the police were not mucking around anymore. No. That was it. They were on a big yeah. old manhunt. Yeah. So the day he pawned the coins, yeah. Um, you know, you said he gave his name and address. Yes. The police actually raided the hotel. No way, did they, they? Yeah, they raided the hotel. Oh, wow. Um, but found no trace of him. And so tension was really rising against their, like against him, trying to catch him. Mm. Um, only to discover the hotel staff mistakenly gave the wrong room number. So they could have had him before Giovanni got oh, shot. really? Mm-hmm. How annoying is that? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I know. And it awful. What a silly mistake. Yeah. Do you think they did it on purpose? Because they didn't like the police? I, I don't know. I, I just think, what a fucking stupid... It makes yeah. me angry. Yeah. Another life so lost. Cl- so close to catching him yeah. without... Yeah, without, yeah, like you say, another another life being lost. Yeah. Because um, Versace had been, he'd been really poorly a few years before. I think he'd really fought cancer. Yeah. And he'd come thing. through it and he had a new lease of life and he was really looking Such a shame. forward and positive to the future. And... Um, yeah, and then that just Such goes and wipes him out. Yeah, plus all the other poor men. I mean, that those poor young men yeah. who he killed. Not to mention that, like the caretaker. I mean, talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I know. Jesus yeah. Christ, it's just really sad. So yeah, he was twenty-seven at the time of his death. I'm just chucking out. Yeah, he didn't have a suicide note, and yeah. there was really big speculation that he showcased symptoms of being HIV positive mm. throughout college and his early life. Yeah. However, after an autopsy, it showed that he wasn't. He was HIV negative. Mm. So that was leaving no motive on why he did what he did because most people were saying it was like a vengeance mm. on like people that may have contracted the disease from. But mm. when they found he... I think at that time, um, they just wanted to pin it on something. Do you think maybe that's why Versace's family were trying to say that they'd never met? Oh, that yeah. That just popped in my head when you said that. Yeah, because, it definitely could be, yeah. Because then that could be like insinuating mm-hmm. that Versace had infected him. Yeah. But he didn't have AIDS anyway. No. No, HRV they said... anyway. No, he didn't have it. He was negative. Wow. Yeah, because they were saying... They, I think, like me, that everyone wants a motive, don't they? Everyone yeah. wants a kind of... yeah. But there was none, none that I could see that. No, there's nothing. I mean, on the um, on the TV show, they hint at some things, mm-hmm. but obviously, because he didn't leave any explanation, there was no suicide no. note, nothing at all. And, and then he killed himself before mm-hmm. he could be questioned. Who knows how true it is? But it looked like um, when he was 
I uh, escort, mm-hmm. one of his earlier clients who he lived with, he witnessed him being bludgeoned to death. He, um, I think this fella, he went to a gay bar and picked up somebody who was straight. Oh, shit. And as soon as he tried to kiss him, he just freaked out and killed him with like oh, an ashtray or something. Yeah, and it, on the show, Andrew Cunanan witnessed this. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that made me think that could be some kind of PTSD yeah. from that. And then they did also hint at the fact that maybe his dad may have sexually abused him. Oh, really? Mm, yeah. But again, who knows? I man? know. My digging, it didn't show that. I couldn't. No. They just, they just hinted at it. Mm. But I don't know why they hinted at it. Maybe they found something that would have pointed to that. Yeah. I don't know, have. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah, well, Joe, you know I think I think your correlation with Trace, uh, sorry, with Joanne Dennehy, mm-hmm. it's really on the on the ball. Yeah, yeah, it really is on the money. Same sort of thing. Both really, mm. really highly educated kids. Yeah, great potential. potential. Yeah, yeah, and just and go on a spree. Yeah, but uh, again, alcohol and drug. Abuse yeah, abuse can yeah. sometimes just flip a switch in people's yeah. brains, can't it? And it seems to have these yeah. two people. Definitely. So, yeah. So, yeah, there we are. That was the case of Andrew Cunanan, mm-hmm. the man who killed Johnny Versace. And, and all um, the other suspects as yeah, well. And all the other pe- yeah, and all the other poor victims. Yeah, sorry, victims. <laughs> yeah, they weren't suspects. So, no, no, sorry. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so there we have it. Um, how'd you get on with your six degrees, babe? Me six degrees or me fifty shades? Oh, 50 shows of Kevin Bacon is what I said earlier before we came on air and yeah I sound like a right idiot I don't Listen, know why I just wanted to say 50 shades I don't know why I'm very 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 happy with mine oh are you uh, A because I've done it in a few steps and B I've got a cold person <laughs> in it that I like two cool people three including Kevin right three cool people <laughs> I heard to, I heard on the radio the other day, I'm going to have to try and find the clip and put it on our mm-hmm. social media, that um, Kevin Bacon the other day released a video on his Twitter account of him singing to his llamas. Really? Should we post it? I retweet need to find it, it and yeah. retweet it. it yeah, let's really do it. Cute. I just thought, oh, he seems like the sort of bloke that would have pet llamas. Yeah. And that he would sing to them. I don't know why. I just thought, that's surprise me. You can actually. see that, yeah. Yeah, you can see that. I agree. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall I go? Yeah, go on. I'm intrigued. So, I have got Ricky Martin. Oh, you uh, are living la vida like I am. I oh, know. As soon as she said it, my eyes, I was yeah, really trying not to give it away. Because I thought, oh, yeah. no. Because there were so many people I wanted to do. But mm. I thought, no, I'm going to go Ricky. Yeah. We had a lot of choice so on this glad. one, didn't we? Oh, There's 100%. so many famous people pop up in yeah. this story. Yeah. So, I'm so glad I did. Because he was supposed to have dated a Nathan Lane. Mm-hmm. Do you know Nathan Lane? No, I don't think I've heard The Birdcage? Oh, I haven't seen The Birdcage. Oh, my God. This is why I was so excited. I love The (laughs) Birdcage. Right, you need to go and watch The Birdcage. Yeah. You'll know him as soon as you see him. Mm. You'll go, I know who that is. Well, anyway, he was in a film called um, He Said, She Said, and it was a 1991, so in the 90s, rom-com, starring Kevin Bacon. He was a leading man in it. Nathan Lane, I'm going to quickly look yeah, him up. Yeah, go and have I a look at him. will know him. He was Robin Williams' partner. Oh, that film's just a genius. Absolute genius. Love it. Yeah. Funny oh. how all my favourite, like, childhood movies are 
for the gay audience. So I had that and I had two Wong Fu, thank you for everything. Oh, yeah. Mannequin and I loved Hollywood. I wanted his car. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any of his stuff actually. No? no None of it. He's in The Lion King. Ain't seen that. Not that you'd recognise him in The Lion King because I suppose he's just a voice, but no, I don't know any of, the, any of this stuff. You're joking. Pass me it. I've seen him in quite a few. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. That's my trouble. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can't believe you've not seen... No. So what, you've not seen The Lion King? No, <gasps> I haven't. But do you know what I did watch this week, Lauren? Go on. So, you know, last week we covered the Hotel Cecil. Mm-hmm. The Cecil Hotel. Cecil. Well, I watched Darkwater. Oh, did you? It's ridiculous how much it foresees what happened at the no. Cecil. No. Right, even, even the name of the little girl in it is called Ces- uh, <gasps> Celia. She's called Celia. Stop no, it. No, she's called Cecilia. Stop it. I'm not joking. The little girl's called Cecilia. Darkwater comes out the taps... A little bit of hair comes out the taps because there's a little girl who's died and is in the water oh tank of the building. God. And the lift keeps buggering around. It's just literally. Right, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, so I did watch that. But oh, yeah, perhaps I ought to. to um, me. Perhaps I should watch <laughs> Footloose one day as well. Footloose. <laughs> Footloose. <laughs> um, um, right, do you want to read mine? Yes, go. So, yeah, like you say, there was so much choice oh. in this one because it was star studded mm-hmm. case. So, we start with Johnny Versace. Mm hmm. Good he girl. very famously dressed Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, as, the do you remember pins? the safety pin dress? Yes. Yeah, that was one. That's probably the most famous dress yes. in the history of couture. So yeah, I thought right. So Liz Hurley. At well point, done. Thanks. I thought I'd go down yeah. the uh, fashion aisle. I liked it. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> God, stop it! Oh, you stop it! <laughs> So Liz Hurley at that point, she was famously, very famously, the girlfriend of Hugh Grant. Who uh, star? He was the star of Notting Hill alongside yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah, I love Notting Hill. Such a good film. Anyway, Julia Roberts was in love. One of my absolute favourite films ever. She starred as Tinkerbell in Hook. Oh yes, I good is Hook. She, yeah, loved Hook. I yes, love Hook. well done. It's one of the best films ever made. Um, and the other star of Hook was Dustin Hoffman. He played Captain yeah. Hook, didn't he? Yeah. And he is in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. <gasps> well done. Thank you. Snaps for Carol. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Lauren. I'm impressed. Oh, cheers, that was babe. a very that that's my favourite one so far Is because it? A I knew everything of what you spoke. True. Yeah. And I knew yeah, I'm very yeah. impressed. I've yeah. watched the movies. <laughs> yeah. You know well about the done. dress. Yeah, I know the dress. Yeah. Even though you was only about eight years old when no, she was. Oh, everyone knows the dress, <laughs> yeah. Carol. Everyone. It must be his most famous dress. I was hoping when you said Hugh Grant that you said about his um, indiscrepancies with... Um, oh, that stripper. No. Yeah. Sick the sex worker, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was... Um, yeah. Uh, that's what I was waiting Divine for. Divine Brown. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I can't go down there with the Fifty Shades and stuff. Oh, don't. Sex podcast is every time one. <laughs> oh, don't. I was waiting for it. I was just like, is she gonna? Is she gonna? No, no nearly. I'm not going there. No, Next we'll time. leave that well alone. Okay. <laughs> right. Fair so uh, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you. Um, I've been your host. My name is Carol. I'm Lauren. Um, we'd just like to thank you all very much for listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it, don't we, Loz? We do. And we're head over to Patreon to support us and show us your support. Yeah, we understand you could listen to any any podcast. So the fact you're listening to ours 
really makes us happy. It does. Puts a little smile on Lauren's little face. Oh. And as Lauren said, yeah, we have got our, pot- our uh, Patreon up and running mm-hmm. now as well. You can um, join Patreon for as little as £1 a month. Yeah, just to show your support. Yeah. Or we've got a tier for £5 a month where we add uh, additional content, um, advert free content, polls and shout outs. Oh, yes. So, um, anyway... Thanks for listening. Thank you. We hope you have a lovely week. Yeah, take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.